Welcome to the EAU podcast. In this edition, we have Dr. Tuan van Heiden, a member of the EAU guidelines panel for muscle invasive bladder cancer, discussing the three different types of diversions after cystectomy mentioned in the guidelines. Urethrocutinostomy, ileocondute, and an orthotopic neobladder, along with the reasons for choosing a certain diversion and helping the patient to decide. Dr. van der Heiden, a urethrocutinostomy is a simple diversion. Who is the ideal patient for that? Before getting to the urethrocutinostomy, I first want to mention the different urinary diversions after radical cystectomy. From an anatomical point of view, three alternatives are currently used. The first one is the abdominal diversion, such as a urethrocutinostomy an ileal or colonic conduit and various forms of a continent pouch, which are nowadays infrequently used. The second alternative is a urethral diversion, which includes various forms of gastrointestinal pouches attached to the urethra as a continent orthotopic urinary diversion, in other words, an orthotopic neobladder. And the third option is the rectosigmoid diversion, such as a urethrorectostomy, which is also very infrequently used. The most simple diversion is the urethrocutaneostomy. The operating time, complication rate, blood loss and length of hospital stay are lower in patients treated with a urethrocutaneostomy as compared to patients treated with an ileal conduit. It is very important to realize that the majority of perioperative complications is related to the urinary diversion, the, actually to the use of intestinal tissue and not to the cystectomy per se. And that counts even more for the late complications. Therefore, in older, frail patients and in patients with a single kidney who need a supravesical diversion, a urethrocutaneostomy is the preferred procedure. Quality of life, which can be assessed using the bladder cancer index, the BCI, showed equal urinary bother and function for patients treated with an ileoconduit and those treated with an urethrocutaneostomy. However, maintaining a catheter for stoma patency might relate to an elevated incidence of urinary tract infections and therefore might impair the quality of life. In a case, in case a patient has both kidneys, there are several ways to construct a one-sided urethrocutaneostomy. In certain patients, it's possible to connect both ureters to the skin just next to each other or by spatulating both ureters and suture the posterior medial walls of both ureters together also called the Wallace technique. In case the ureter is not long enough, the other shorter one is attached end to side to the longer one and connected to the skin, a transurethrocutaneostomy. Due to the smaller diameter of the ureters, stoma stenosis has been observed more frequently for this technique as compared to other diversions. To avoid urethrostenosis at skin level, stenting is advised 
and at least for several months. Unfortunately, urinary tract infections are more frequently seen in patients with a stent. The majority of diversion is still the ileocondute with 60 years plus of experience. Is that still considered the gold standard? The ileocondute is an established option with well-known and predictable results. It's a rather simple technique. It's easy to handle for patients. Nowadays, stoma material is a very high quality to avoid leakages. But unfortunately, half of the patients suffer from early complications such as a urinary tract infection or pyelonephritis or urethroileal leakages and urethroileal stenosis. The main complications in long-term follow-up are stomal complications, hydronephrosis, urinary stone formation and urinary tract infections. The ileal conduit is by far the most applied urinary diversion and for that reason it might be called the gold standard. However, there are some patients in whom an ileal conduit is not preferable. For example in young patients, due to high chance of long-term stomal complications. In these patients, a neobladder is preferred. The same applies for morbid obese patients. Due to the high chances of stomal problems, such as urinary leakage, an ileal conduit is not preferred in this group of patients. These patients should be advised to choose for an orthotopic neobladder rather than for an ileal conduit. An ileal neobladder appears a better alternative, being a closed system, cosmetically superior and now also possible with robotic surgery. Why not do that in all patients? The first question that raises is how many patients get an orthotopic neobladder? In the Netherlands, the Dutch Cancer Registry registers since 1989 every single patient with cancer. This nationwide, well-organized database makes it possible to draw very firm conclusions about cancer care in the Netherlands. Also, the type of diversion after radical cystectomy is registered. In the Netherlands, approximately 13% of patients undergo an ileal neobladder. This number is very stable over the last decade. This is in line with the data of the German Cancer Registry that shows 18% neobladders applied in Germany. A big advantage of an orthotopic neobladder is the fact that it's cosmetically superior to any other urinary diversion. Nevertheless, it remains debatable whether patients' quality of life for neobladders is better compared to non-continent urinary diversions. Very often the help of a physiotherapist is needed to coach patients in this process. In case patients are unable to empty the bladder, they have to apply clean intermittent catheterization. This together with the chances of nighttime incontinence makes a neobladder bothersome for a lot of patients, especially patients aged 70 plus. This is the reason that many patients after being informed with for example, a decision aid, choose for an ileocondute instead of the cosmetically superior orthotopic neobladder. Do you have any thoughts on continent cutaneous diversions? 
continent, cutaneous urinary diversions are low-pressure ileal reservoirs for self-catheterization. It's a rarely used technique nowadays. The reason that it's not often applied anymore is the high complication rate, including stomal stenosis, incontinence, upper urinary tract infections, and stone formation. Currently, it's not possible to recommend a particular type of urinary diversion. However, based on clinical experience, an ileoconduit is a very reliable option in the majority of patients, whereas orthotopic neobladders are reserved for younger motivated patients that are able and willing to catheterize themselves in case spontaneous voiding is inadequate. In selected patients, such as patients with a single kidney and older frail patients, a urethrocutaneostomy is surgically the least bothersome type of urinary diversion and should be considered. Thank you for joining Dr. Van Heiden for this episode of EAU Podcasts on the different types of diversions after cystectomy mentioned in the guidelines. For further information on the EAU guidelines on muscle invasive bladder cancer, please visit our website www.euroweb.org forward slash guidelines. Further podcasts will be posted regularly on EAU guidelines topics. For more EAU podcasts, please go to your favourite podcast app and subscribe to our EAU podcast channel for regular updates.